0: Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series interviews with top mortgage sales leaders, learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pat Sherlock, and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is developing the next generation of leadership. I have the perfect guest, Brian Morley. Brian is SVP and Director of Sales and Marketing for Fulton Mortgage Company. Brian's had a long career within mortgage banking. He's been in the Scotsman Top 400. Prior to Fulton, Brian was with Columbia Bank. Hi, Brian. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about this topic because I don't think there's enough conversation about it. And so, but before we jump into that, talk to our listeners about how did you get into mortgage banking?
1: Yeah, I think that, uh, like many people, my story is kind of accidental. I don't think many people go to go to school and say, I want to be a mortgage banker when I grow up. But grew up in New York and uh, came down to the Baltimore area to go to school, played a little baseball in college, and decided I wanted to uh, try to uh, work in college athletics uh, after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Quickly, I realized there was uh, no money in that. My parents told me I needed health insurance, so I got a job at a bank. It was less than thrilling to start working in a call center, but uh, quickly picked up on uh, lending. And in 2008 of all years, I decided to become a retail mortgage loan officer. I think when I started, the implodometer was kicking off on the web. So a retail mortgage loan officer from, you know, 08 to 11 really uh, got lucky, timed it well, rates started coming down and I cut my teeth on refinances quickly realized that the, the refinance wave won't last forever. And, and in uh, 2011, really tried to shift my business to uh, more of a, a holistic approach to uh, mortgage lending, as well as uh, looking at it for sustainability on the long term and, and had great success. So um, as you mentioned in the intro, I was with uh, Columbia Bank, a bank out of Maryland uh, that was acquired by Fulton Bank and so moved into the mortgage operation at Fulton Mortgage Company. And in 2015, I had the opportunity to start managing a small team. 2017, I became a, uh, a regional sales manager, and then in 2020, my previous manager uh, and boss retired, and I took over the role of director of sales and marketing at Fulton Mortgage. So I look back and sometimes wonder how I got to this point, uh, but like many in the industry, it's just it, it's worked out very well, and it's uh, been a very rewarding uh, career, both personally and professionally.
0: Well, I think your success certainly validates all of that. Talk to the listeners about your mentors. That's always a favorite topic of mine. No one in this business does it by themselves. And were there a couple that were really important to you?
1: Yeah, there there were. And I, I think that's so important in this industry. There are three that stand out. One of them, uh, I know you know very well, Pat Casey is my previous manager and has since retired, but uh, he worked... Uh, with us here at Fulton for, for a while. And I knew him at some past uh, lo- locations. Another individual is with, a, with another mortgage company. And uh, I met him way back in the day when I was doing a little wholesale lending. And I really just admired what he and his team did and have stayed in touch with him as friendly competitors. And, and we share information back and forth. And then the uh, the final one is is a coach that I've used personally for the past six years. Uh, Jason Abel with uh, uh, who's a uh, local in my market here in in Maryland. and he's uh, uh, while he's a coach, he's he's also helped me grow, develop, and provided some good guidance. And you know one of the things that uh, I think too many people are afraid of in this industry is your, your mentors and people who can help you don't have to be at your same company. And I think as an industry, we are sometimes very guarded and, and think that we can't talk to other lenders and we can't uh, compare best practices, compare notes. But sometimes you're, you're going to get different perspectives that you haven't heard from lenders outside of your company or even people outside of your industry. So I would encourage people to uh, reach out to those who you, you might see a fit for. You might see some uh, good opportunity to grow your, your professional career.
0: Well, I agree with you 100%. You can't do this alone, that's for sure. Uh, So talk, Brian, about the challenges as uh, you're a head uh, and director of sales and marketing. Talk about the current challenges in this more difficult market. Yeah, I think
1: um, it's it's an opportunistic market right now. You can look at things and say rates are high, inventory is low, that's horrible, put our Head head on the pillow every day and 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 don't get up or you could say it's a challenge and I'm up for it. In my role I manage uh, about 120 loan officers through other managers of course but uh, the biggest challenge is it is we have 120 entrepreneurial loan officers who each do things their own way within the the construct that is Fulton Mortgage Company. I really believe in servant leadership that my and are uh, are sales leadership's job is to support our loan officers, to provide them the tools to be successful and the guidance to be successful. So having 120 entrepreneurial people means you have 120 ideas. So how do you decide what is the most important thing at the time? How do you decide what we want to embrace, what we don't want to embrace? And when someone wants to do something and we can't, how do you explain to them, you know, this could be a good idea, but it's not not where we wanna go right now, or you know, we think it could be better to do X, Y, and Z. So really just trying to manage all of the team and all of the demands of their time. And, and also thinking through the different geographies that we, we look at and the different markets, we're primarily in the mid-Atlantic region. And uh, you know, while there's a lot of similarities in all of our marketplaces, there are some distinct attributes that some areas have over others.
0: So would it be true to say it's like herding cats?
1: I I do tell people I feel like a professional cat herder most days. So so that is a very, very accurate statement.
0: Well, that's certainly, I think any leader will talk about that for sure. And I'm glad that you mentioned it. So talk about the trends that you think mortgage bankers should be paying attention to for the remaining of 2023.
1: Yeah, I think that we've, as an industry, particularly on the sales side over the last three years, we, we've developed some bad habits and we've gotten a little lazy in, in certain things. There were refinances falling out of the sky, uh, you know, not for the last 12 months or so at least, but people were able to kind of rest on their laurels a little bit. So the, the two main things I, I'm encouraging our team to do and, and what we're looking at is. what is the technology that we're offering you as a sales team or what technologies does your lender offer you and are you fully embracing a crm any other technologies that we that you use for example the the two that are top of mind for us at Fulton are uh, total expert is our marketing operating system which includes the crm and then mortgage coaches our solution to provide financial strategies to our clients and we really feel that those are two technologies that allow us to set ourselves apart from others. So really you didn't have to embrace them as much you should have, but you didn't have to in the past. How do we make these more part of your your daily activities? And then then secondly, outreach. What does outreach look like for you and how how do you plan on using that? And you know, you'll hear everyone say, you know, I'm going to talk to realtors and you know we're going to close your close your loan on time close it as fast as possible and and communicate as much as possible well every good loan officer is doing that right now so how can you create value we have a very experienced team at Bolton and a lot of our uh, loan officers have very strong databases so you know really encouraging the team to stay in touch with our customers and we've had the benefit and the opportunity to work with them on refinances and a lot of them have rates that might have a 3 handle or some even have a 2 handle and they're not refinancing anytime soon but they have friends, family and coworkers that might need to buy build or refinance a home so really trying to embrace the idea of creating advocates for us, for ourselves how can we ensure that our customers keep us top of mind and then secondly how can we ensure that they are referring us when there is an opportunity so really proactive uh, outreach for
0: that. And that's certainly a different mindset, I think, as you've already mentioned, that in the past few years, you didn't have to have that, but you certainly have to have it now. So let's jump in and talk about the developing the next generation of leadership skills, because I think it's such an important topic that we talk about it as an industry every once in a while, but that we, we don't really, I think, commit to it. So talk about your thoughts on that.
1: It's a great topic, and it's one that I think our industry struggles with because the, the leaders, it, particularly on the sales side of the mortgage industry, um, some people think, well, I'm a good loan officer. I should be a, a good manager, a sales manager area, regional, whatever your organization says. But I think sometimes your top loan officers are not the, the right individuals that need to
0: lead your team. We'll talk about the top the top originators that, and I think this is the real issue that the that our organizational setup as an industry um, does seem to encourage that the top producer believes they should be a manager. Is that what you've seen?
1: They, a lot of them do believe that they should be a manager, but I don't think they always believe they should be a manager for the right reasons. They think that's the next step in their career. They think that's just, you know, a way to supplement their income, a way to, you know, frankly, boost their ego, um, unfortunately, in, in some cases, but um, they, they might not be be the right person. And I think case in point is, you know, you, you walk into your office or virtual office or home office on a, on a Monday morning, you, you fire up the computer, and as a leader – What's the first thing you're doing? Are you working with your team? Are you working on that contract that came in over the weekend? And I think that's a perfect example of the challenge on the sales side of having leaders who are involved in production. But I definitely think there's great opportunity to develop that next generation and to develop the leadership skills that the leaders will need to drive success as well as drive the success of their
0: team. So talk about this issue of when they, when as a manager, certainly your top producers, for all the reasons you've already said, will come to you and say that they want to move into management. How do you handle that conversation? And what if it is someone that you think really shouldn't be a manager?
1: Well, I I like to always ask them. Well, why do you want to move into leadership? And you know, try try to understand the motivation there. And there are reasons why there are good reasons to move into leadership and there are bad reasons to move into leadership. And, you know, if we hear or I hear those reasons where they want to support a team, embrace a team, grow a team, support our brand, that's what I want to lean into more and more. And then I'll, I'll try to dig in and, and, and try to give them a good understanding of what it looks like to, to be a sales leader, uh, particularly within, you know, our setup at Fulton Mortgage Company. And, you know, I kind of do a talk them' out of it speech first before I talk them into it. Oftentimes these are successful loan officers that have had a good career or some period of of their career at Fulton. and I want to make sure that they're doing it for the right reasons. And if we can get to that point, you know, then it's like, okay, tell me your strategy. Tell me how you would do it. And really leaning into that concept of servant leadership that, you are here for your loan officers. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier in the call. You asked who a mentor of mine was, and I shared it was uh, Pat Casey. And he told me uh, early on that uh, we should have an inverted leadership structure, where we are all helping our loan officers from top down in the on the sales side. So, if that's the case, I want to make sure that my sales managers understand that that they are ready to help their loan officers at all times. And what does that help entail? It's not just, you know, the file that's gone a little sideways and you have to walk them through, but it's you know, tell me your business plan. How can I help your business plan? Tell me how this career and job fits in your personal life. Tell me what your struggles are and how we can help put you in the best possible position for success down the road.
0: So how do you handle when you have the tough conversation and the person is wanting to move into the slot, but certainly the, the conversation doesn't go the right way. And it turns, it turns out that maybe the person's really interested in the override versus actually wanting to handle other people and other people can be very difficult. So how do you handle that type of conversation?
1: Well, the, the good thing is as an organization, we have a very strong learning and talent development And HR group, and they've done a very good job helping us uh, supplement the work we've done from an interviewing perspective. So they've given us a lot of tools that help us in the interview process. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a little less structured if it is someone coming uh, looking to be promoted within Fulton Mortgage Company, but we have those tools that help us ask the right questions. But to your point, you know, when it does get to the position where we might think that it's something that They might be doing for the wrong reason or, or perhaps there's just not the right fit. It's just being, um, being frank and honest with them and identifying to them why we think they're doing it and why that we might not see that as a, as a long term success for both them as well as us. Because at the end of the day, if you have a manager who is unhappy, you know, that, that's, that's bad for three people. It's bad for them because they're going to be dealing With stuff that they don't want to deal with on a daily basis. They're going to be, their loan officers aren't going to be happy because they're not going to be supported by their manager. And finally, the organization, you know, I'm not going to be happy with them because they're not going to be doing what we need them to do.
0: So do you think the lore of having the manager's title is really what this is about, or is this an issue that they've kind of come to a dead end, maybe they've produced for a long time, and managing itself by definition is not easy, as you've already talked about. Maybe they don't even, they don't even understand what managing actually is about. What are your thoughts on that? I think think there's a
1: few things to that. I I do think that there is something prestigious about having that manager title and saying you're a sales manager, area, regional, whatever the case may be. Uh, Secondly, there's let's not ignore it. There's some compensation that comes with that, so that that's nice. But I think the third thing, and, and I think this is the most important, is some people have come to the realization that they want to continue their career and when they were when I was brought up, you know, it was you get into corporate America and you, you climb the corporate ladder. So mm-hmm. if you're a loan officer, the next step on the corporate ladder is to be a sales manager. But within Fulton, as well as other companies and other people I've known, some of the best loan officers have been doing it 20 plus years and they have no intention, goal, or desire mm-hmm. to move into a leadership role. So I'd say that those to me are the three reasons people look into the management position and to, to move into that role for their career
0: so when you look at bringing in a new generation all you have to do is go to a conference and i'm not saying there's a lot of white hair people but there is a lot of white hair people <laughs> so um you know what we call gray heads and so how do you um do you find that a new generation is even interested in managing or is that just something maybe that as you already said that an older generation sees the manager position as prestigious? I'm just curious on your thoughts. It's a great question. And uh, I, I'll share a quick uh, tangent here. I was uh, had the opportunity to attend the
1: the MARC conference, which is the Mid-Atlantic Regional Conference in, uh, in Maryland. And uh, it was very refreshing that the conference was attended by a lot of loan officers, and many of them were on the younger side. So uh, it was really nice to see that. But I, I think that, as it comes to management, we, you know, Fulton, we have some younger uh, managers relative to the industry. And I I think that identifying them as early as possible, leaning into them and leaning into their development is, is crucial for the success of any organization, you know, as it continues to grow. Um, You know, personally, I do think that, the younger generations are a little more apt to move from job to job to job so as as that happens and as you're looking at new candidates who may have an interest in leadership and management it's about you know kind of what we've been talking about what what is that true motivation why are they interested in being a leader in your organization and and does it match with your culture and what's important to you as an organization
0: so I guess my last question, and, and Brian, I could go on for hours about this topic, so I really appreciate you sharing all your thoughts on it. When you think about it, is it possible that the new generation, a younger generation, may not even be interested in management positions in our mortgage industry? Because really, we do ever emphasize the producer side, not necessarily the manager side. So do you think we're going to have to do a lot more, uh, I guess, proactive effort to get people interested in managing, or do you? See that people always are interested in managing.
1: Well, I I think first it's okay to accept that someone might want to be a loan officer for their their career, and we have to wrap wrap our arms around that. But I do think that um, you know the 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 population of individuals who want to manage is probably shrinking a little bit. So I think the successful organizations are ones that will put things, training, ecosystems, aids in place to help identify those individuals and then when they're identified to help give them the tools to be successful as a leader. And um, we like to think in the mortgage industry that we're, uh, you know, we stand out and we're better than the rest. But um, you know, one of the things that's nice, we're, we're part of Fulton bank and we have a very strong leadership culture within the bank and they provide trainings to all of our leaders that our mortgage sales team, mortgage leadership team attends. So what what we're looking for in leaders is not so specific to mortgage. It's, it's leadership and it's how do you teach that. So it's really about identifying those individuals who you think have the opportunity to do it. And then when you do that, really doubling down and investing in them personally and professionally to ensure that they have the tools to be successful. And you're sharing in that success as an organization because they will have both professional and financial success if they're a good leader and will share in the same thing as a company. So it's a mutual goal to get them better.
0: No, I agree with that for sure. Well, the time has certainly run out. Uh, would you like to share a couple of takeaways for our listeners today?
1: Yeah, I think that mortgage, particularly on the sales leadership side, presents a great opportunity for the next generation. and. You know, there are plenty of leaders that have been doing this for a long time. So I think that the, the, the two main takeaways I would have is, you know, if you don't have, make sure you have a mentor or mentors. And don't be afraid if one of them doesn't work in the same company you do. And then two, if you if you are a leader looking to bring on new leaders or you're considering leadership yourself, really think about why you want to do it and are the reasons that you want to do it aligned with both your personal and your company's goals and are they the real real and right reasons and if they are then you're going in the right direction
0: well Brian I want to thank you for sharing your thoughts on this it's such an important topic and I want to thank all our listeners I certainly appreciate you spending time with us today thanks so much Brian thank you Pat appreciate it thanks for listening to our podcast we appreciate you spending time with us If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at psherlock at qfsconsulting.com.